1: I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Otherwise, how are you? Oh, you can just hit record and we can discuss it.
0: Yeah, that's what I did.
1: Don't mind me.
0: Oh my gosh, actually. So there's like this program that I'm doing. It's called Noom, N-O-O-M. And I'm sure some of our listeners are probably familiar with it. And the reason I share that is because it was just funny. There's like something in there that's like, it's called an OL statement you know, to overcome your thought distortions or certain things like that. And, uh, you know, you just tell yourself, oh, well. So I'm like, okay, oh, well. My oh, well statement is, oh, well, I'll either survive it or I won't have to worry about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, isn't that kind of in line with, uh, Oprah's theory about like, is it gonna matter in ten minutes? Is it gonna matter in ten days? Is it gonna matter in ten years?
0: I know that theory.
1: Lean into your microphone and tell me more. Oh, oh, sorry. (laughs) I forgot exactly what the particular theory was, but I know what it meant. If you were bothered by something, you have to look at it uh, from a significance point of view and if it was going to be significant in 10 days then yeah you, it, it's something to, to worry about or to take care of if it's not, or it would be 10 I like think 10 minutes it was 10 days or 10 years or something like that and that you, it would help you put it in perspective and more often than not it is like the 10-year perspective it's not that important like if it's
0: it's really big that picture. Important?
1: right the big picture
0: well, oh. let me tell you this. When I Google Oprah's theory ten days, just to kind of help you out here. Okay. The thank first you. thing that comes up is Oprah Winfrey debunks QAnon sex trafficking conspiracy theory. Oh. <laughs> I'm, glad. I'm glad for I'm glad she did that though. Yeah, okay. But sorry, I didn't I didn't help you at all with the oh. uh I guess I guess the theory that she's linked to right now is debunking the QAnon sex trafficking conspiracy theory. Let me see if I just put in Oprah Oprah 10 days because now I I'm very interested. 10
1: minutes, 10 days or 10 years or something like that.
0: I know, I was just trying to like, I figured, come on, you put in Oprah, a few other words, you're gonna get, now I get Oprah's ten minute, 10 minute workouts, exercise 10 minutes every day. All right, forget it. <laughs> forget you, Oprah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is funny. But anyway, yeah, so life is just a little uh oh, the, crazy. The
1: ten, it's called it is called the 101010. Ten, ten. That I do know. So it's okay. called Oprah's 101010? Ten, ten, ten? Yeah. 10 uh yeah. Okay, well we can come back to this.
0: It's yeah, fine. we put our uh, you know research assistant on it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, wait, so then I put it in Susie Welch's rule of 101010, 10, 10, yes. decision making guide Oprah.com. So maybe it's not actually Oprah's. I got it.
1: So what are the consequences of my decision in 10 minutes, in 10 months, and in 10 years?
0: Okay, but it's not Oprah's. Oprah like what? had this woman on her show, I but- I
1: got it through Oprah. That's
0: okay, Susie, that. that's, why, that's why we're only getting QAnon sex trafficking <laughs> conspiracy theories when I type that in because the book to which you're referring is Ten 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 by Susie Welch. And she says, by asking herself three easy and utterly profound questions, Susie Welch has managed to solve just about every personal and professional quandary in her life. Good for her. Yeah. It's like you said, what are the consequences of my decision in 10 minutes, in 10 months, in 10 years? She says, the answers usually tell me what I need to know, not only to make the most reasoned move, but to explain my choice to the family members, friends, or coworkers who will feel its impact. Interesting. Huh. Maybe I'll read that book.
1: There you go. Put it on the list. Put it
0: on the list. Just
1: another thing to move in my life. What is the, oh, It's so it is a book about a life transformation. Okay, I got you. It's yeah. a whole book called the 10, 10, 10. There you go, yep.
0: people. Yep. And it says that Susie Welsh is also co-author of the bestseller, Winning. So there you go. That's... You see, now
1: I want to win, so I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> All I do is win, 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 no matter what.
0: <laughs> you know, I had to throw that song in there, but um, yeah.
1: I do. I love it when you sing. <laughs> I haven't
0: heard you sing in a long time. You know, um, 2020 was not the year of singing, I think as we saw.
1: Yeah, no.
0: It left me. I I was bereft.
1: I think it's coming back. Coming back just a teeny
0: tiny. I'm back in Georgia this week for the first time in a month. I spent a month down at the home in Florida. I was supposed to only spend, you know, the week there and I stayed three more weeks
1: a lot of stuff happened down process. there i love it it's like it's only supposed to be there for a week but i decided to stay i decided I'm doing to it. stay and you just I do the it place. <laughs> fine just do it oh
0: gosh yeah there was so much that was going on though but i don't want to bog down our listeners with all of the drivel and details i will just say that i think i maybe i shared this in the last podcast that i'm officially a florida resident i have my driver's license i have my tags I'm just waiting for my voter registration card, and I'm very upset. Jonathan's arrived before we came back, and mine didn't. And we registered to vote on the same day.
1: (laughs) Why are you laughing at me? This seems to be a running theme with you, with voting. with voting. (laughs) Have you noticed that?
0: Because it's important.
1: Has that happened to you in California? Did that happen to you when you lived up north? What? So any, any issues with voting? Um, Do you no, all just, your life? No, no. Just down
0: south. It's a southern thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't even get me started on the headlines in the AJC and what's going on in the Georgia State Legislature in terms of voting. It's just like- Oh I saw, yeah. I mean, some of it's fine. Like I think I saw something today that was like they voted to bring back Sunday voting. So, okay, that's fine. That seems like a good idea. Give people more weekend days yeah, to vote. that's fine. That's fine. Since people don't get days off work to, you know, go vote. And then, you know, they're back to the whole ID law thing, which, you know, you have to study a little bit more carefully, but the concern always is that the goal of the, and it's always the Republicans that want these ID laws, um, is that you're looking to disenfranchise people. Um,
1: well, what does that really mean at the end of the day? Shouldn't you have an ID? Shouldn't you be? I mean, you know, it is just interesting.
0: I guess I think about like older people who, you know, oh, are of where, Yeah, where they don't, they didn't drive. I mean, my Nana never had a driver's license. So I don't know what te- uh, type of ID she used to vote. I'll just assume she did vote. Yeah, you can get a state-issued ID. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's an issue that has a lot of complexity to it, I think. Um, I will say, I did read very briefly, there was one, I don't I feel like this is in the Senate, so I'll say it was one Georgia state senator, and I think he he was a Republican, um, but what he said in explanation to the bill, and again, I only read this very quickly, was I think at least according to their records, they say that there's only like maybe 3% of people in this state who are, you know, not children, for example, but are of an age where they should have some type of ID or could get at least a state-issued ID that don't have it. Which 3% is not a large number of, you know, 10 million people. Georgia has a few more people, but I, I also, I'm like, well, but how do you know that then if they don't have any
1: type of, how do you even know they exist yeah. if they don't have any ID? Well, maybe they're also talking about, they're trying to prevent people from voting if technically they're dead.
0: Yes, and we've talked about this before. Sure, yes. every once in a while, it seems somebody, some dead person <laughs> votes, but <laughs> it's, not, it's not, it's not the game changer.
1: Right, um, right, right.
0: So yeah exactly anyway we'll see how that all plays out obviously i'm going to be shifting my focus to the state of florida and what i right. can make improvements down there but um yeah so you know re reacclimating to georgia was fine this week a little challenging it was helped by seeing
1: you in i person. know what a Go good on. walk we had and that by the way that walk was very fast I feel like it was over before it even started. It was like, oh, we're back already.
0: I know that's because we really need to spend more time in each other's company. That was the problem.
1: And by the way, I'm already looking at which airport I should be flying into. (laughs) I know. All right. (laughs) Let me tell you this, you'll
0: you'll get the better price deals if you fly into Tampa is my guess. But Sarasota is like 20 minutes from my house. Okay. The Sarasota is closer. Tampa is about an hour and, you know, it would depend more on traffic, probably. Right, right. But since Sarasota is a smaller regional airport, I think the prices tend to be higher. You know what's crazy, though? Because you know how we've been talking about Seaside and our annual Seaside trip? Yes. I'm actually further from Seaside living in Florida than you guys will be here in Georgia. I mapped it out a while ago and I'm I'm like an hour further away.
1: I was just gonna say, I thought it might be. I thought it I'm might I'm so be. bummed. Yeah. You know, Florida is a hard state to
0: like keep in your mind. You just, you know, it's a really big state and it's a long state, but then, I mean, I think that extra hour is cause I've got a bank left and go to the panhandle. Go yeah. West, young yeah. girl. Yeah. yeah. So I will be flying. I'm gonna fly from Sarasota to Panama city. Cause I'm not doing that drive by myself.
1: No, so. no. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: That sucks. So not unless we switch our girls trip to your area.
0: I know, but that would be a really long drive for you guys. Like who says I'm driving. Oh, well that's true. Okay. And you wouldn't
1: need to drive because we'd have my car down here. True, And I mean, we could stay somewhere closer to the beach anyway. So, I mean, that would be fun. Yes, we
0: could still rent a little place closer to the beach. Right. Um, There wouldn't have to be any schlepping though because I'd already have everything. True.
1: True. I mean,
0: you could just like pack your bathing suit and that's it.
1: Uh, I would have to relinquish the noodles to you though. I would have to- leave Oh them man, yeah, the noodles
0: should just be stored now. <laughs> I don't know you know yeah seaside has a certain quality for us right we enjoy it there uh, yeah. but there should definitely be some type of girls trip in the Sarasota area just because it is so nice down there I mean we're here we're seeing our hearing from our one friend who's down there for a wedding right now you know she's like this is lovely I've had another friend um, who actually ended up being in town with a friend of hers and she's like oh my gosh it is so lovely down here yeah
1: for sure. It is lovely. I know that's why you move there. I know yeah. it
0: is. It's gonna be weird. I don't know. Like right now, the going back and forth, you know, it doesn't actually seem like I'm permanently moving. Right, so that's right. gonna be weird. And we don't have like a moving date. People keep asking, Do you have a moving date? And I'm like, nope. Because you no. gotta call a moving company and set that up. <laughs> right. True. So true. In the meantime, I'm just living my life and, you know, work is always kind of up and down. That's a bad way to describe it. Work is alternately aggravating and enjoyable. Right now we're in like a little aggravating phase.
1: Oh, well, yeah, and that's, and that's fine. You do enjoy your job overall. And so you start aggravation enjoy- from time to time.
0: I know the real difficult thing for me is though, as I get age and age and get more temperamental, um, you know, I have to, I have to exert a fair amount of energy, not to snap at the annoying people. Cause your clients don't like your, they don't like it when you snap at them.
1: No. (laughs) However, I would think it's usually the same type of stuff that's aggravating. So maybe you can kind of foresee it and then not really get too aggravated.
0: That's right. That's why I'm meditating. I'm getting back into meditating. Uh, Um, Yes. And actually,
1: subject side note, I've been telling our friend MB to meditate, and he has been. So we'll have to ask him about it when we we will.
0: We'll have to ask him about it in MB's Corner. I've, um, you know, I've meditated in the past, and then I've, it's, I never had an official practice where. You know, I meditated at the same time every day or even every day. And so I'm trying to get back into it, yes, to help um, lower my level of aggravation. So that's, that's positive. But what's been going on in your life?
1: Well, I saw you earlier in the week and I had mentioned to you that, and you had known this, that my shoulder had been bothering me. Yes. So I think it was Monday, because oh, I saw you Tuesday I think right yeah. Tuesday I think yeah. Monday I managed to get an appointment with a um, orthopedic surgeon for Wednesday which I thought was pretty cool that's why I took it because I'm like you know what I just need to know what's going on that's so, so weird because
0: I feel like you didn't mention t- this to me on Tuesday we I talked may- about your shoulder but you your friend was referring you to somebody oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. but maybe I okay. Tuesday and I'll tell you why I think that because I just happened to look online and this person had an appointment available on uh, Wednesday Wednesday. I didn't go with the other doctor because he's located like 45 minutes from here and I'm like I don't that doesn't make any sense for me so I'll just get a first opinion if you will yeah so I met with the doctor who was really really cool Um, he saw my hat and it had the emblem of our high school and he thought it was meant for University of Michigan. Of like oh, that's his funny. Son had just graduated from a year prior. Okay. We're talking about go big blue and big papa and- uh, Tom Brady. And, yeah, and he was a tennis player and he, I was telling him that August was a tennis player and I played tennis, so we had the tennis thing in common. Nice. Finally, we get to my shoulder after my x-ray and he said, well, he's like, you have frozen shoulder. I'm like, okay. Jonathan exactly. had that. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, well, he's like, the good news is it's not the end of the world. We just have, we have to get you into PT and we'll take you we'll get you some um, uh, anti-inflammatories. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll take it from there. But he's like, given your age, and he pointed to my age. <laughs> Thank you. He You're said, on the chart. It's not uncommon. So don't worry about it. He's just like, right. I think you'll be fine. So I'm like, oh,
0: you should, Jonathan definitely had to do, be very dedicated about doing the physical therapy that they gave him to do.
1: He did his at
0: home, which is probably be, I don't know whether they even offered for him to go somewhere, but he would be the type of person who'd be like, no, I'll just do it myself. So, so, okay. So what happened? Did you leave? So you left with some anti-inflammatory prescriptions.
1: Yeah, and then they set me up with PT, which starts on Tuesday. Okay, so you are gonna
0: go somewhere and work on it. Yeah, Okay.
1: for sure, and I already looked up some exercises. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm not 100%, but the anti-inflammatories certainly helped considerably.
0: Yeah, Jonathan took them for a month, I think.
1: Yes, and yeah. I mean, I'm not in pain when I sleep at night, which is huge because they say that's one of the things that's aggravating about it.
0: Yes, that I, it's all coming back to me now
1: it's all coming back to me now
0: this is exactly what was wrong with Jonathan he was having trouble sleeping it hurt when he slept he yeah so it the good news is he doesn't have frozen shoulder anymore so yes
1: yes and even go the, away. the doctor was like let me ask you this how is it on how does it your arm feel on your toss when you're playing tennis and I said I can't toss it the way I normally do but I'm not in pain he goes okay how's your backhand I said just fine and he's like well then you know what unless you feel you're in a lot of pain you can go ahead and still play tennis so I was like okay but I know yeah Yeah, I don't like I'm not even in any pain right now I and I'm certainly not it wasn't as I'm not as bad as I was so I'm glad I took care of it earlier than later
0: well, I'm glad to hear it's not anything more serious, but I'm right. sorry that you're going through it because it is literally a
1: pain. It is a pain, but it's saying, you know what? It's getting old. This is what happens to us. We have bizarre little things happen to us. So it is, it's all good. I'll get, I'll, I'll push through.
0: You'll, you'll push through, you'll push through, <laughs> focus on the good things in life.
1: Yeah, and you know, um, let's see. August won his tennis match this week. So he was happy about that. And he's got a tournament tomorrow. So that's cool. We're we'll going to that. We'll be there all day. And um, yeah, that's the big update.
0: I like it. I like the big update. Oh my goodness. Well, so another thing that you and I now have in common, uh, you know, among a wide range of things, is that I too now know Dick. And Angela Strawbridge.
1: I Escape right.
0: to the Chateau. Uh,
1: I, <laughs> Except, like, I know those uh, names. <laughs> I know those <laughs> names. <laughs> I,
0: so for our listeners, I am listening to the audiobook, A Year at the Chateau, which Dick and I don't know, he calls her Angela. She goes by Angel sometimes. Um, right, wrote, yes. wrote and narrated themselves. And you have watched most of the seasons of Escape to the Chateau,
1: right? Yeah. Li- yeah. I get obsessed with them because I, I need to know what happens. I am all very, well, you go on and I'll tell you why I'm interested in it. No, you tell me first. Okay, well, I, I really <laughs> like, okay, for the uh, our listeners, Escape to the Chateau is about two, a couple and uh, they're two kids, but they're both under the age of, at the time when they moved there, I think they were both under the age of five. So they were kind of real little.
0: Oh, they were super little. Yeah, and they moved to Southwest France, northwest france yes man and,
1: um his the last several years just so people know um there's been a big boom for places like france and italy to sell off properties so they can bring in money for their their economies so these two people invested in this couple invested in a chateau in northern france and it's cool as hell it's got a moat and everything mm-hmm. um and i think a vineyard on there I can't remember
0: um I don't know where I am in the book because the book tells the story of their first year there so I haven't heard about a vineyard but they had 12 acres so I'm sure in that area it's in the Loire Valley so if they wanted to start a vineyard there perhaps they did
1: yes and then um and it's got a drawbridge it's kind of cool um but The reason why I got so engrossed in the show is because the Chateau itself was literally falling apart. I mean, they've had to go in, not only room by room, but wall by wall, like going in behind everything, underneath things, over things, into the attic. And it's just, I, we are fast, this family is fascinated with the rebuild. It's kind of cool watching them go through what they're going through. And they have to do it all in French. (laughs) <laughs> which it's, they don't speak he speaks more and he's learned okay. a lot more because yes. he has to speak in when he goes to places the, when the husband goes to places to find materials he's got to speak in french right the measurements are in french and he's got he, everything he's it's been interesting and yeah. upon, um, amongst other things he's former military he's an engineer And I don't know exactly, I know she's, the wife is an artist or formerly an artist. That's what she does.
0: Well, she started a company like uh, an event planning kind of vintage tea party company that she's still running, the Vintage Patisserie, I think
1: it's called. Yes, and they run it out. I think the goal was to buy the chateau, not only to live in, but to run an event forum, if you will, uh, there. So that's kind of what it comes out to be.
0: And I do know from my research uh, that the chateau has 45 rooms, seven outbuildings, 12 acres, and a moat.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that's one episode where they they have to work on the moat because there's something going, oh, it had to do with one of the bathrooms,
0: which- Oh, yeah, you want to know where the stuff is going and you don't want it in your Uh moat, yes. Yes, (laughs) the chateau is le chateau de la Mo Housson? I don't know. How do you say M-O-T-T-E in French? Is it a e? Is it Mot?
1: M o t. Maybe it's mot
0: because I'm thinking Mo M O T means word in French, but this is M-O-T-T-E.
1: I think it's mot.
0: Okay, so Le Chateau de la Motte husson in yeah, Mayenne. That sounds good. Good job. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Mayenne, which is in northwestern France, sandwiched between Normandy and the Loire Valley. Ah. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I'm really enjoying the book and I think you would too, even though you've seen the show because of course they do advertise the book as like never before shared details of that first year. Yeah, I'll
1: have to read that first. book then.
0: Yeah, and they do definitely have a lot of, you should listen to it though. You know, I like to read books a little bit more than I like to listen to them, but since they narrated it, I think That's it true. adds something else to it. So I'm enjoying listening to it with their accents and all that cute stuff
1: yeah um, and just as another side note he the husband's also this incredible chef yeah I heard
0: I, I think I read somewhere he like was he runner-up in like that master chef competition maybe yeah he's, like he's done a lot of TV various TV things like during their first year um, he was on this show that National Geographic did and it, I can't remember the name of it it was like dirty survival or something it was like he was flying to all these places and like having to do like it was a survival skill show and he had like a team and they were competing and I don't know it's very interesting um yeah they're an interesting couple I mean he's about 20 years older than her their kids Arthur and Dorothy are about the same age as his grandkids oh right and uh I don't know. They seem lovely, but I do think it's interesting that he separated from his first wife in 2010, which is the year he met Angela.
1: Oh, That's, that's cool. when they were
0: introduced. You know, she had been doing her thing and she was getting a bit noticed and whatnot. She was getting some press coverage. And then she appeared on this uh, BBC series, Dragon's Den, in 2010, she secured a book deal and an agent who introduced her to Dick, and they say it was love at first sight.
1: Wow. Well, that would explain a lot because
0: if- now I'm starting a rumor there. So you know, I'm just I'm just putting it together in my mind. He's he, neither Dick nor Brigitte or Bridget. I think it's Brigitte, B R I G I T, his first wife, have ever said anything about the dissolution of their marriage
1: or. Oh, okay. Like yeah. Um, These two get along pretty well. She's always smiling, considering. Yeah, that.
0: she seems like a happy little person. Yes. Speaking of happy little people, we're going to go to our uh, next
1: part of the podcast with our hopefully
0: happy MB.
1: Oh, yes. Okay. That sounds good.
0: All right,
2: so in MV's Corner, I'm here to talk to you about high school sports. And much more from a walk in the park podcast. I'm your host, Michael Baxter.
0: welcome. Hey, MB. Hi, hey there. Hi guys. How's it going? Good. Good. Tired. Oh boy. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not tired. You're struggling, right? I'm struggling
2: because I. I walked, and then I played tennis.
1: Already played today? Floor. That's impressive.
0: Yeah. Geez, all right, wait, I'm confused. Take me from, you woke up this morning. What time did you wake up? 7.30. All right, that's pretty early on a Saturday. And then what would yeah. you do? Went walking. OK, did you take any of the dogs with you, Charlie or Fireball? No. <laughs> Did they give you a little sad look when you left the house? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, All right, then so you came back from your walk. Yeah, and then I lounged on the couch. Okay, important lounge Before time. Tennis. So how was the tennis? Was it fun? Yes. Yeah. Did your um, mom beat you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> You gotta watch out for her. She's sneaky good, man. She is We were playing good. with we were playing with
2: Jack.
0: Oh
1: we're, nice. Yeah. Okay,
0: cool. You've done a lot today already, then. Yeah. And now you're, doing
2: the,
0: yes, now you're doing the podcast. <laughs> so tell so you wanted to give us an update on how school is going. Good. Yeah, tell us more. I had some quizzes
2: and tests this week. Ooh. I did pretty good.
0: Good, OK.
2: My, so- my science quiz, I got uh, 85.
0: Nice. The math quiz didn't work out so well. OK, so we don't like that number? Math yeah. numbers, no. Boo, OK.
2: Social studies got a 90.
0: Nice. Yeah. What are you covering in social studies? Where have they brought you now?
2: We're talking about the different political parties.
0: Oh my gosh, right up your alley. Yep.
2: Now We're let me talking ask you about can campaign finance.
0: And, yep. and the super PACs. I have seen a little bit about that in the news. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Because The Republicans want there to be no campaign finance restrictions at all. Of course. Yeah. Super PACs, you know, just trying to control everything. Forget the will of the voters.
1: Well, you know, um, MB brought up an interesting uh, point uh, when I was uh, when we were in the car together this week. And I didn't realize that the Democrats don't have uh, their own CPAC thing. They don't have a a big thing like that, do they? No. Well, maybe that's because
0: they'd be hypocrites if they did, because they're trying to get rid of them. (laughs) Okay. Oh, no. You You guys know more about this than I do, I think. I only have a very high level, not current, you know, Right information, but um, MB, when you're talking about the political parties, does anybody talk about um, you know, whether there'll ever be another major party in this country besides Democrats and Republicans? Or my teacher
2: wants there to be a third party candidate, like an independent,
0: it's
1: not gonna.
2: According to them, it's not going to happen in our lifetime.
1: I don't think that's true, but I think the more frustrated voters get, the more you'll see a little, you'll see that climb and change.
0: I just don't know. I mean, I tend to agree with MB unless something has changed in the climate significantly that we'll only see in hindsight. It's just You know, in the past, I mean, Ross Perot, who of course was like a billionaire and could afford to run his own campaign, you know, tried to run as an independent and did get a significant amount of the vote um, back in the Clinton Bush one uh, Perot election. But yeah, it would be interesting to have a real third party develop. I'm just, I just wonder, what that path would be. And then of course I hear scary stuff that like, you know, who wants to start his own party which Lord help us all. But
1: yeah. Any See, it's,
2: it's the unfortunate, it's the unfortunate event.
0: Yes, so I don't know, you know, I'm, I'll be curious, <laughs> obviously, countries around the world. More countries have more than two parties, I would think, than not. You know, you're always hearing these countries in Europe, they're forming coalition governments, you know, there's more than two parties. Um, yeah, the U.S. has just developed into the traditional two party system and maybe it isn't serving us that well anymore, but you're going to go off to college MB. And you'll learn more about this and tell us about it. So what's, what's the latest on the college applications? You we, in.
2: We, we mailed my application, but it turned out we mailed it to the main campus, but their main campus is
0: closed. So they send it to one
2: of their second
0: campuses. Okay. And this is Bellevue out in Seattle. Yes. Okay. So that application is still kind of In route slash getting to where it needs to be. Yeah. And did you finish the Kennesaw one? Yeah. Okay. Do you have to mail that one in as well or do you submit it online? I think online, but I'm not sure. Okay. Well, it's pretty exciting because, you know, the sooner you get it in, the sooner you can hear from them. Yes. Are you still thinking you're, are you 50-50? Are you still leaning more towards Seattle? I don't know. I'm kind
2: of in the middle.
0: Okay. Because I heard maybe Marissa and August said you had to, you know, get going here with the (laughs) decision-making.
2: I'm slowly working on it. It's taking more time than I anticipated.
0: That's okay. I think important decisions, you know, you should take as much time as you have. You don't want to, you know, rush into something that you might That'll work out
2: for me. So well.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure it works out for any of us. No, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You're That's doing cool. the right thing. You're doing the right thing. Yeah. So well, I'm excited to follow you along in this process. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more updates as you have them. Now, what about sports? Tell us, MB. What does the world need to know about sports from your perspective? The four
2: teams that, that if Russell Wilson were to be traded, he would play for the Cowboys, mm-hmm. the Saints, the Raiders. OK. that's the
0: other team. OK, all right. Well, let's, let's think about those two teams. OK, so first of all. Russell Wilson, Seattle Seahawks quarterback. Is he a free agent this year?
2: No, he I think he's still signed to a contract.
0: Okay, yeah, you were sharing with the listeners before that perhaps he wants to be traded or they want to trade him. Yeah. Okay.
2: But his agent, but his agent said earlier this week that he doesn't want to be traded.
0: Oh, okay. So that's interesting because you wonder – if he doesn't want to be traded, and you know, obviously he's a very good quarterback, why would they be looking to trade him? Sometimes, I mean, how old is he? Do they think he's getting too old? He's, he's 32. Okay, so he's not really old for a quarterback. So, huh. I
1: hear that Wilson has been widely reported to be frustrated with Pete Carroll. Yeah. He's also I'm- reportedly frustrated with Carroll's sons. I can't, I, I think the, The Suns are uh, the wide receivers coach and also one was a game coordinator to work at the University of Arizona. So he knows both of them and apparently they irritate him.
0: Well, it is interesting because the one wide, you know, if your wide receivers aren't being well coached and you're the quarterback. I could see how that would be frustrating, and also maybe you see a little nepotism there, right? Like thinking, "All right, well, if your kid, if you're gonna, kids are gonna work for you, then they better be good, right?" Like Bill Belichick's son, Steve, works for the Patriots, but yeah, you can't I mean, suck. He, yeah, and as far as I know, nobody thinks he sucks. Um, right, right. But and he's not the only one. I mean, Andy Reid's son was working for the Chiefs until he got fired after he was arrested for drunk driving and putting that little girl in a coma in the hospital right around the Super Bowl. Oh boy. Yeah, and I think thankfully the little girl's okay. Yeah. I think she came, well, actually I should I shouldn't say that. I believe the last I had heard was she was out of a coma. Now, whether she's okay, I don't know.
2: And then the last team is the Bears.
0: Oh, okay, the Bears. All right, well, so the Cowboys, because Dak Prescott wants to be traded? Uh,
1: is that, that true? That I don't be- know. Because I'm like,
0: why would the Cowboys be looking at Russell Wilson if they're not getting rid of Dak Prescott, right?
1: Uh, backup quarterback, because we have none.
0: <laughs> oh, well, Russell Wilson isn't going to be a backup quarterback anywhere.
1: Right. Well, yeah. but the whole thing is, I don't, I don't. Oh, yeah. Cowboys focused on Dak Prescott, not Russell Williams. So I don't know what that means. Well, okay, so maybe
0: he's not going to the Cowboys. The Saints clearly need a quarterback. I don't think Breeze is coming back. He's hasn't officially announced his retirement, has he?
2: I bet he's waiting until. I bet he is waiting. I bet he's mauling oh, it. Oh,
1: I know why with the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. He's a free agent, and so are a couple of the other players. So the idea is if he decides to walk, at least they will have Wilson.
0: Okay, right. Gotcha. Okay. All As right, I was so i Dax- say there's no playing. way he's gonna
1: leave the Cowboys. They get they love him. So unless they decide, well, yeah, you can take off, there's no reason for Russell Williams to be a part of that team. Wilson. Wilson. Who did I say? Williams. That's <laughs> uh, the same thing. <laughs> Don't say that to Michael. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, so the Saints, yeah, that'd be curious. I wonder the Saints, if I recall though, they are They are up against it this year. They are so far over the salary cap. They're going to have to start letting people go. I don't know. I don't know if they can, I don't know if they can do it all with just restructuring contracts. I think they're far too. And that's also why I think breeze probably isn't coming back. They need to, they need his salary to free up some space in the cap, but I mean, Russell, they wouldn't get Russell Wilson for much less than they paid drew breeze. So I don't know about that. And then you said the Raiders? The yeah, so Bears. The Bears, well, the Bears, what a mess. They oh, drafted yeah. Mitchell Trubisky too high. But who was playing for them this year? Was it Folk? Foles. Foles, Nick Foles. Right, Folk's the kicker. Oh my gosh, you've given me name NFL name curse, Marissa. <laughs> um okay yeah Nick Foles yeah that guy gets a bum rap it's kind of funny I mean I know he's not like super awesome like Tom Brady but you know it seems like whenever he goes somewhere he's better than whoever they had playing for them and then and then there's the Raiders yeah so is Derek Carr free agent I mean Derek Carr is just not that good
2: yeah, the Raiders have ugh, the Raiders.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, so that would be painful for you if Russell left uh, Seattle, huh? The whole
2: city would be mad at him. Yeah, just like Seattle it would be so mad at him. Yeah, I just if he, was, I w- if he does leave, that would be that would be horrible. Okay.
0: Horrible. Well, and I'll say because he hasn't done enough for them, frankly, like when Tom left New England, people weren't mad at him in New England. They uh, they're like, thanks for the 20 years. Right. You know, great job. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. (laughs) Um, There
1: there were some people who were um, crying in this, crying in their beers over it
0: crying but not mad at him crying because of you know what was coming to an end yeah so well i don't know let's see when do these things typically get wrapped up in nfl world usually before the draft i think before the draft okay so may no like april
2: oh the draft is in april and then and then they got
0: a Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I just wonder how long contract negotiations could drag out. But like, if you're a free agent, like Dak's going to have to, you've got a, there's a window, I think that was the thing with Tom last year, there was like a window for free agency. And he had to be like, Yeah, I'm doing it. So, Interesting. Well, wow. So there's always a lot going on in the NFL, even if the off, even in the offseason, especially if the players, you know, your favorites are possibly in motion or things are happening. So, yeah. All right. We'll see where Russell ends up. But, you know, it's bad if if it's bad if he's frustrated with the coaches. That's not.
2: May, may it's time that the Sharks take a look at their coaches and put younger coaches in.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, they could get rid of Carol's sons probably, you know, easier than they could get rid of him. Maybe. But I don't know. The Packers—they're pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there are no Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting because yeah, the the Packers, you know, ousted their coach and sent him down to Dallas. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they made the playoffs, but again, they didn't have, it's not like they had a better season under this new coach, Matt LaFleur. Is he the Packers coach now? Yeah.
2: He coached for the Falcons.
0: I kind of remember that, yes. And I don't think anything good ever comes out of the Falcons. So we'll see. A (laughs) weak NFC for my Tom. That's what I like.
1: Now he doesn't even have to be weak.
0: He'll beat them all. First player in NFL history to beat all three Super Bowl, former Super Bowl MVPs in one playoff season. He beat Breeze. He beat Rogers. He beat Mahomes. Whatever, people. They're little has been one time Super Bowl MVPs. Tom is five time NFL Super Bowl MVP. And then there's tennis that I don't even. It's oh like... yeah, tennis. That's right. <laughs> the Australian Open. Yeah. You don't sound thrilled, MB. I,
2: I was thrilled, but then when Serena lost, I lost mine. My... Yeah,
0: I know. Oh, that was sad.
1: That was hard. Which did she lose in the? She's lost in the semis, right? She Dead. did. It's like so it... Now the question just becomes.
0: To Osaka.
1: Yes, yes. But the question is, how much longer is she going to play? I think she'll finish out the year. What do you think?
0: I think Serena might retire after Wimbledon.
1: No, Hmm. it'll have to be after U.S. Open because that's her—that's her tournament.
0: Well, and that's the first one she won.
1: Yeah, and that—I think she figured because we're talking about this. Every major player has their own favorite. So uh-huh. loves his clay courts over at the French Open. And um, Federer loves Wimbledon. And I think Serena just loves the U.S. Open.
0: And Novak loves the Australian, which he won for a record.
1: And he loves them all. Was it eighth or ninth time? I want to say it's the ninth time. I thought it was the 10th, but it is, I think it's the ninth. No,
0: it's definitely the eighth or ninth, you're right. So it might be the ninth. Oh, wait, really? All right, I have to look this up now. Now I'm... Getting dangerously close to being a hypocrite. Um, Hang on, Novak. What? That's not good. No, you're correct. That's not good, Novak. Um, Australian Tiger later. Wait, what? (laughs) Oh my God! Okay, it is his ninth title. Dang it! And I'm going to tell you why. Because I get I get on Nadal. And people thinking he's so great, because I'm like, fine, he has 20 major championships, but 13 of them are the French. Like take away the French Open and he's just an ordinary tennis player. Oh God. Now here Nova half of Novak's 18. Half of Novak's 18 have come at the Australian. He may win no more Australians until he balances it out with the other ones. He needs to balance it out. That's You're right.
1: You're killing me. You're killing. People. He he
0: better win Wimbledon and the U.S. Open this year. I don't think he can't. He probably can't beat Nadal at the French. Nadal would have to like pull out or be injured or yeah. something.
1: Which well, could happen because Nadal is
0: injured.
2: He's dealing with a back injury.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But if anything, that makes it clay is an easier surface, right? So. It's more forgiving on your body, so if he was going to play on, um, I don't yeah. know. We'll see.
1: We'll see. I'm just, I'm just really overwhelmingly happy that it's continued. I think the only thing I would say um, that bothered me was that <laughs> the Australian Open shut down to um, the what you might call it, the crowds. They, yeah. They, yes. Five day like, lockdown. Spectators in, right? And then as soon as lockdown was over, they were like, "Yeah, sure, come on it," but. Did you see how full the stadium was? And when I say full, I mean, I wasn't 100% capacity, but there were a lot of people there. I was shocked.
0: I know. It is a little bit like, wow, five days of magic, and then you're just back to... Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, okay. after the Australian Open, um, the women played a tournament in Adelaide.
1: I'm watching then... it now.
0: Yeah, okay, then I won't... See... Well, this is what I'm going to say. I... It has nothing to do with the results because I've finished the tournament watching okay. it, but... Um... I was just like, nobody's wearing masks. Not the ball kids, not the right. lines people, right. nobody in the crowd. I was like, this is so weird. Yeah, but I guess. The are,
1: maybe the
2: cases are way down. Doesn't
1: well, matter, aus- should doing that. I don't know, I'm
0: in mean, Australia. From what I've been hearing it pretty much eradicated it like they had like almost no new cases the new cases they had recently pro- came in with the people like coming to the Australian Open right uh, the, and so yeah but it was just it was weird you know but I guess maybe I don't need to judge them because if they don't have COVID there then why do they they don't need to wear masks but it was just so weird because at the Australian Open they were but I guess Melbourne is you know a bigger area than Adelaide So
2: Here's some news. London is taking away the restrictions. Their COVID Uh restrictions. Okay. So so by Wimbledon, they'll have fans again there.
0: That's going to be... Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be super interesting, because I was also reading something, because, you know, the Olympics are supposed to start in July, and Tokyo is insisting that they're going to happen. That'll be... That will literally so, be like the world test. You know, that's
2: that's going to be like the top of the iceberg and see if sports can really handle it.
0: Yeah, for
2: sure. Well, I
1: think sports can, but crowds can't. Does that make any sense? It's yes, like-
0: but they need crowds there, right? Like that's the thing that you make money because people come to the Olympics and that's they true. pay. That's right. So. I mean, but also just having athletes come in. I mean, there's usually like athletes from 190 countries, like almost every country in the world has. Now, obviously you're sending smaller contingents and I guess if you have them quarantine. um, But yeah, it's just going to be very interesting to see. And they're still calling, the Olympics are still known as Tokyo 2020. So, okay, there you go. We're going to have a lot of sports this year, actually, you know, I mean, we're, we're coming up. We've got another big tennis tournament, Well, I guess it's probably a few weeks away from starting. Then we've got the start of, you know, baseball, which doesn't really interest me anymore. And then uh, basketball still going on. Doesn't interest me. Hockey. Oh oh, heart- I, forgot, <laughs>
1: I forgot to start. I was, it's so funny. Last Saturday, I was actually watching hockey and I was enjoying myself. The Devils were playing. Uh, the Penguins, I think.
0: Hockey's fun to watch. I just don't it have it in my my repertoire. It's,
2: it's yeah. Seattle Seattle hockey team named the Kraken. <laughs> I love it.
0: Nice.
1: Nice. Yeah,
0: yeah, the Kraken. That's a that's a. I
1: feel like that's the name of like some
0: character in a movie. Yeah.
1: Well, there is the Kraken. I mean, it's like, it's an old fabled uh, legendary sea monster. Okay. It comes up under your ship and then it's like a big, uh, like an octopus. And it comes up under your ship and it cracks it in two with all its tentacles. How many (laughs) tentacles
2: does it have?
1: Uh, We don't know, but I know that when Winston gets upset, we always call him the Kraken. The Kraken release the Kraken
0: <laughs> that's funny release the Kraken oh my gosh
1: I forgot I think it's in that movie um, that's where we get it from oh I'll think of it in a second but it's in the movie and they do they have the Kraken actually buried somewhere like in a, in a cave and they open it up every time these people every time something happens to them they open up the the cave and the kraken comes out and they're like release the kraken <laughs> <laughs> yes this sounds
0: super familiar
1: and, right, then right, not... and
2: then
0: there's golf no yeah no one cares about golf yeah. all right tell tell no what do you care about mb and golf
2: go ahead I just, say it i just like the masters the masters
1: well that and the obvious tiger woods got into an accident this week yes
2: what? tiger what you mean?
1: Tiger woods was yes. you heard about that? A car. Yeah. big car accident he was in a car accident yeah he had to be rushed his, to the hospital broke his legs <gasps> i think he only broke the one leg it was the ankle and the knee right
2: yes And then they transferred him to Cedar sinai Medical Center.
1: Yeah, and he's had several operations. That was Tuesday, right, Michael? Or was it Monday? I think the accident
2: was, I think it was Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was speeding. He was on his way, and call me out, Michael, if I'm wrong, but he was on his way to film a commercial. Yes. He was um, was supposed
2: to be with Drew Brees. Mm Mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade, who played in the NBA, yeah, and the car that he drove
1: was part of the commercial, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. So he was co- he was speeding. He apparently he was not under the influence. He wasn't texting. He literally just lost control of his car, and he 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 just totaled it. As a matter of fact, at first the reports that were coming out were that he had the jaws of life take him out of the car because they couldn't get to him, but they did. They just had to use axes. (laughs) The
2: the thing thing that saved Woods was a seatbelt.
1: Yeah. You have to wear your
0: seatbelt. Yes, I'm just reading something here. It says the rescue took 12 minutes and was initially reported as a traffic collision with a person trapped inside a vehicle. Uh... Does say a post on his Twitter account Friday night said he, quote, received follow-up procedures on his injuries this morning. The procedures were successful, and he is now recovering and in good spirits. Well, I guess he's very lucky then. We'll see when he gets back to know. Uh... Oh, oh. It's going to be a while. Interesting. That's crazy. Nope, hadn't heard it. Uh, gosh, but yeah, I mean, the life lesson to the story
2: is don't speed.
0: Yeah.
1: Don't I tell August that all the time?
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) You know what? He's getting really good at driving, but I don't think he's, I think we're all talking and he's not paying attention to the speed. So we got to like tell him to focus on the speed, so but he's doing pretty good, right, MB? Yes. Does he have an appointment for his driver's test or? No, as a matter of fact, you know what's funny? I do need to schedule that because they're like three or four months behind.
0: I was gonna say, that's what I'm hearing from people. It's like, you can schedule it, but you know, you're gonna be, it's gonna be a while.
1: Right, so I'm thinking that if he wants his license by June or July, I can get on that right now and at least schedule it.
0: Yeah, I would schedule it. I'm assuming you can always cancel it if you know, for some reason, something changed, but
1: right, right. Yeah.
0: Well, that's crazy. Cause I thought maybe we'd get Naomi to get her license before we moved out of Georgia, but I guess clearly that ain't happening now. Are you, where, where are you at in Florida or here? Beth? No, I'm here in Georgia. Yeah. I've been here this past week. So I'm here for a couple weeks and then, uh, then I'm back in Florida. At the end of the month for the end at the end of the month. Yeah. I just have so much. Going and then on. you got the, and then you got that
2: craze fest going on with the not-to-be-named person. Yes.
0: <laughs> no names. No names. It's like, you know, you, you don't use the name of the criminal. Yeah, the
2: craze fest is what my dad calls it.
0: Yeah, it sounds about right. Sound... Or the clown convention is another one. Yeah, that's that's a more euphemistic, nice way of putting it. <laughs> But anyhow, all right. Well, that was a good that was a good MB's corner. I feel like I I feel like I learned a lot. So thank you. You're welcome.
1: Mm